scissors. Terrific. Sponge? Sponge. Pickups. Pickups. Kiss. What? Surprise me. Pay no mind to my friend here. He majored in crudeness at med school. Med school? Listen, before I was drafted, I was a transmission mechanic. If you're free later this afternoon, I'll be glad to put you up on my lift. I've been transferred to another unit. Transferred? Major Houlihan says I'm a bit of a distraction. What a rotten thing to say. Yeah, you're an incredible distraction. I still say we should use a horseshoe. A horseshoe is gauche. Ether is subtle. Then let's dip the horseshoe in ether. Hello, you're listening to MASH 4077 Podcast. This is Episode 3, Requiem for a Lightweight. I'm Kenny, and joining me today are my buddies Al... Hey there. And meds. Gentlemen. See, I uh, switched it up a little bit. Did I throw you off? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> this episode is directed by High Averback, written by Bob Klein. Production code is J308. The original air date is October 1st, 1972. So this was the eighth episode shot, but the third one released. Mm, kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nurse Cutler, report to my office. Now? Now. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, ma'am. Dismissed. Well, at least she didn't have any trouble figuring out your sex. My sex is none of your business. Just say the word. You stay away from my nurses. They're off limits to you. That's an order. I think she's trying to tell us something. You can forget about Nurse Cutler. I'll see to that. Yeah, well, plot of this episode, uh, Nurse Margie Cutler arrives at the 407th 7th. Uh, and she's a, uh, not only is she a very attractive nurse, she's also damn good at her job. And, uh, of course, Trapper and Hawkeye uh, both take a bit of a fancy to her. And, unfortunately, uh, Major Houlihan, the party pooper, uh, does not like her interfering with the surgeon's work. So she has a transferred to another unit. Blake agrees to try to get Cutler back if one of them fights in a boxing tournament. Of course, they agree to this, uh, but to secure victory, Hawkeye has a uh, sneaky idea, and that's putting Ether on McIntyre's boxing gloves in the hope of winning. Notable guest stars in this episode are Marcia Strassman, who plays uh, Nurse Margie Cutler, uh, she's actually been in a lot of things throughout her career. She was in the uh, in the popular series back in the 70s, Welcome Back, Cotter. She was Cotter's wife. She also played in the Honey, I Shrunk the Fill-in-the-Blank uh, movies uh, back in the 80s and, I believe, early 90s. Yeah, I love her. She's so great. I didn't even know that was her because mm-hmm. she's so different looking. It's crazy. Next up, we have Sorrel Book as... Brigadier General Wilson Spalding Barker. Do we ever hear his full name? No, but I think you should get a round of applause from the listeners for saying that in one go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorrell was well known for his Dukes of Hazzard character, Boss Hogg. And that's funny because I didn't know that was him until I read that. Yeah, Yeah, he looks different, doesn't he? He looks so different, yes. That's just crazy. Oh. <laughs> He's a good character. Uh, another uh, character turn up is uh, once again John Orchard, uh, the token Englishman, playing an Australian. <laughs> Who would have thought such things? Uh, he was, of course, in uh, episodes one and two. And uh, John has uh, apparently appeared in a few episodes of uh, Hogan's Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he mm-hmm. did. On and off throughout the season, or series, yeah, actually. Right. 
right? Yeah. And this is actually the first episode that we see the uh, now famous William Christopher in the role of Father Mulcahy. Yeah, so I love Father Mulcahy. And William Christopher is so great at, at playing him. Yeah, he oh, made yeah. that role. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's go ahead and talk about this episode. I'll, I'll start. Um, well, you know, first of all, let me say one thing that... that bothers me about the about McIntyre is the fact that he's married and he still fools mm. around. This mm. is one thing about the series that I really disliked with Blake also and he's you know in future episodes you know he's worried that his wife is cheating and he's all going crazy. I'm like, "Hello, you cheat on your wife in like every other episode." <laughs> so, that's one thing, you know. I mean, you know, I know both of them liked liked uh, Cutler, but Pierce is single. He should have had the right to her and McIntyre is married. But yeah. fools around on it. That just that bothers me. And I know it happens all the time, and right, right. You know, especially in in war, and you know when you're away from your family for years on end. But still, it's one thing that I never really liked about the whole Mash series was the yeah, infidelity. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah know? I agree with that. But uh, other than that, it was it was a great series. Uh, Color actually becomes kind of like a series. She's in like what six or seven episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She becomes like she she's like a third you know a third part of their little triangle. It's really cool. Um, so I really got to I got to really like her uh, over the course of the season one. But you know, you know, Houlihan is Houlihan, and anything to make the doctors unhappy, she's makes her happy. Um, you know, she uses the excuses that you know Cutler's a distraction, but she just doesn't like other women getting her attention. Hmm. So she ships her off, and uh, and um, you know, I think it's it's funny. <laughs> I just so odd that. Uh, this whole boxing thing just kind of comes out of nowhere, and you know, poor uh, McIntyre gets volunteered for it. <laughs> uh, which you know, it's funny because you would think that the father would box since he boxed in his youth, but I don't know if we know that about Father Mulcahy yet. No, that no. he's a that he's a boxer. <laughs> yeah, he was a boxer, um, so maybe that wasn't in his character. You know, and it's funnier to have McIntyre be the punching bag. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was just, it was a, it, I have to say, it's not one of my favorite episodes. I don't think it was as strong as the first two, but it was definitely enjoyable and it, it definitely uh, filled out more character, you know, for mm-hmm. each person. Uh, you got yeah. to see the little different sides of each person, but um, definitely not, not the top of my list. I wouldn't watch it over and over again. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Kenny. I think there's a very noticeable in this episode that there's a, uh, not much of um uh, Spare Chucker in this one. Radar's not used much in this episode either. It's definitely mainly a, a Hawkeye and Trapper episode. Um, and as you say, there's definitely a, the first time you see a moralistic point of view where we find out Trapper's married. Uh, and mm. I think that comes through via, via a letter. Uh, well, that comes through the letter in the first one. So you know that he's married. And as you say, Hawkeye's single. So, uh, you know, and, and, and Henry's playing around as well. And it does kind of like, I think that's why uh, when later on in the, the series of match, when BJ's there and he's so devoted to his wife, and I think he, he slips up once, but he's so guilty about yeah. it all yeah. and i think that's such a beautiful episode in that and 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 i think that's because you know he's so devoted to his wife it's forgivable to a certain degree as with mcintyre mm-hmm. he, he doesn't come off a, uh, in, a, in a good light at all here and i think that yeah. this is the episode that kind of um sums him up you've got the two you've got the, the both playboys but hawk's not connected uh trapper is so you kind of lose a bit of respect for him i think in this episode yeah. and, which, and, which and, and with hawkeye yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but with Hawkeye, 
there's another future episode where he starts fooling around with the woman until he sees a ring and thinks she's married and pulls yeah. away. So he's a much yeah. better person than, than Trapper. But of course, as well, when you think about it in the, uh, the pilot episode, um, uh, Nurse uh, uh, Dish is engaged. And of course, Hawkeye's always trying to trying to cop off of it. So, but of course, in, in the pilot episode, their the characters aren't yet defined. Um, yeah, the, the the boxing scene's pretty good. Good to say, as you say, great to see William Christopher coming. Although I don't think he says an awful lot. I think he just gives the, uh, the he's in the boxing ring. Uh, but one thing sticks out in my mind, and it might be because I'm slightly hungry. Not too sure. But how big <laughs> is that steak at the end of the episode? When, when Trap's gonna, it's huge. You're telling me they've got that in an army hospital for food? Uh, I, I don't think so. No, yeah. and would I you waste so. it by yeah. oh, no. Great looking steak. <laughs> <laughs> then again, you're assuming that it was steak and not horse. <laughs> oh, that's oh, true. <laughs> well, that you is know, true. Might as well if it's there. Eat away. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I enjoyed this episode like you guys, but um, I agree it wasn't one of the best uh, standout episodes for me. Uh, I mainly enjoyed the fact that uh, again we get to see um, how Hawkeye and uh, Trapper can uh, you know be a little underhanded when they need to be. Um, mm. Some of the uh, funniest lines I think from the series came in this episode. One of my favorites. Being when uh, when Trapper was training, uh, he was uh, working on the heavy bag, and of course they were using <laughs> Frank's stuffle bag as uh, as the heavy bag. And uh, mm -hmm. Margaret comes up and says, "Just a minute, isn't that Frank's bag?" I thought you were Frank's bag. That's a classic <laughs> line. Yes, I agree. So good. Yeah. Really, one of the things really that good. irritated me a bit about this episode, though, was um, you know by now. Frank and our, Frank has established himself as as the snitch and you know somebody not to be trusted. Why in the world would Hawkeye show Henry in front of Frank the ether bottle and what their plans were? Uh, other than of course to set the episode up, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's probably the only reason to do it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it it could be that's kind of like lazy writing. They probably could have come up with another way for him to figure it out. He could have been you know snooping on them or. You know, there were other reasons. They could have done other things to to convey that. But, you know, it works for what it is. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's not. Uh, and, and I love the ending when um, when uh, Trapper finally does get the ether into the monster's face. And uh, he passes out and he falls out of the ring into the audience right <laughs> yeah. on top of Margaret and Frank. I thought that was classic. But. That's great. There's, yes, yeah. that was funny. There's another nice yeah. little scene in this as well where, you know, where they uh, Hawkeye and Trapper both go their separate ways. And they said that one's going to sleep, the other one's going to a while. But they're, they're both running to see if they can meet up with Nurse Cutler. Uh, you see uh, <laughs> Trapper goes and, and Frank's outside the swamp and he's, he's planted some nice little flowers. Uh, and he's watered them and everything like that. And he goes back in and you see Trapper run up and just <laughs> pick all the flowers oh, yeah. out and kick them. <laughs> but it's when Frank walks out with his watering can and looks down. It's one of those moments that you just feel sorry for him because you just think, oh, his poor little flowers are all just gone. <laughs> right. And, you know, Matt, uh, well, actually, both of you were, were talking earlier about, uh, you know, the under the underlying theme of, uh, well, adultery, basically. And I agree mm. with you. You know, I, I that was an aspect of the earlier shows that I did not like. But one thing you have, you know, you kind of have to remember, uh, even though the show was set in the 50s, it was written in the 70s. And, you know, the world, especially the United States, was going through some pretty interesting things in the 70s. So mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I think it was a little more accepting by U.S. audiences back then mm -hmm. than it would be now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's just part of the match. Yeah, that's part of the match, and you just learn to deal with it. And But I, I'm glad, you know, like Med said earlier, they kind of weaned away from that in the later seasons. Because mm-hmm. you had, you know, good old BJ who was, you know, right and true and, you know, wasn't going to cheat on his wife, even though many, many times, you know, people tried. And they did succeed mm-hmm. one time, but... That was a slip up, and yeah, and he was handled so well. That was uh, oh with, yeah, with the whole guilt of him being alone and, yeah. and and being away from his wife, and it was just someone who was there to, for support for him. Uh, yeah, and, and it was just beautifully, beautifully. Uh, I don't know if you said that one was. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. You guys, have anything else on this episode? Uh no. I just think it, I think it was fun. It was, uh, you know. Uh, to, to to see to rewatch that episode uh, so many years later to see the wonderful fight choreography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone got his ideas from that. I think that was That's it. right. Oh That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the one thing to remember as well that I don't think we brought up is that although this is um obviously set in Korea in 1950 to 1951 was series one there is also that the Vietnam War was going on at that time as well which of course was a a huge Mm -hmm. uh, you know thing in the news and of course very personal to a lot of people especially obviously in America and there are underlining things throughout the series of MASH especially in the 70s obviously not so much later on where there are references to what was going on at the time in Vietnam and uh, you know I think that's something that shouldn't, shouldn't be forgotten I think. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That, that's very true. Very, very true. Get up, Jack! Jack, get up! Come on! One, two, three! Hello, Hawkeye. What are you doing at the prom? We've been had. Somebody switched bottles on us. You stall them. I'll be right back. No. You stall them. I'll be right back. All right, so let's move on to some interesting behind the scenes tidbits that we found. You know, uh, the actor, uh, Orchard, who plays Ugly John, he was only in a few episodes of MASH at the very beginning, but he actually returns to the series later on. He plays Muldoon, the Australian officer and regular Rosie Bar patron, who's allowed the establishment to operate, provided that he receives free liquor when he orders a coffee. And yeah. I didn't know that. So, uh, this is no. something that I found in my research, and I'm like, oh, I remember the episode because yeah, Winchester. Yeah, yeah, because Rosie gets hurt during a brawl, and <clears throat> the 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 cat or the troop from Mash take over running her bar, and Winchester's there when he arrives, and he's asking for a coffee, and Winchester wants to charge him for it, and Rosie bars gets closed down, and yeah, it's a pretty pretty uh, interesting. Uh, I'll have to yeah. go back and watch that episode and and yeah, really look at the guy. Yeah, I think that happens a lot, though, in episodic television. Uh, oh, yeah. They bring characters back. Uh, they've done it on MASH several times. Very well. Yeah, or they'll bring char- yeah, actors mm-hmm. back as different characters. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, another interesting thing is uh, in the scene that I was talking about earlier where Trapper's using Frank's bag for training, the, uh, <laughs> the inscription on the bag says, Property of Major Frank W. Burns. But later we find out that Frank's name is franklin d and then franklin marion burns so what in the world does the w mean i guess we'll never know (laughs) that's weird isn't it it's another one of those strange little uh uh, change of minds that they had later on unless of course somebody uh meant to put marion and put m and put it upside down (laughs) 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 yeah i mean i think it's just it's a writer thing you know they write it one way and then 
it either doesn't work or the person forgets and they rewrite his name and then all of a sudden like well now we got two names let's pick one and stick with it uh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a mistake at the end of this uh, episode uh, when uh, Margie says to Trapper that she's impressed Trapper answers her but does not move his mouth uh, this actually happened again in the second episode uh, with the drugs had gone missing where you see Trapper walk away from his patient uh, saying uh, someone's going to answer to this if you watch closely um, he doesn't move his mouth at all so um, yeah a couple of uh, little mistakes there yeah those are editing tricks and and you hope people don't notice them. We do it. It happens all the time, more than mm-hmm. probably you know, yeah. uh, where where you take an audio bite from somewhere else and you add it. You know, either their back is turned and you only see the side of their face, or you know, mm. yeah, their lips aren't exactly working to the the words. But it, it's an editing trick, and people do it all the time. And you just you know hope you don't notice it. But I did notice this one, cool. so yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's kind of obvious. I, I actually use that trick myself sometimes when, when I'm editing things. Yeah. It just fits better, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. it all the time when I'm at work with Kelly. I just get him to <laughs> pretend he's saying something, and I say, I know that. Awesome. <laughs> all right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. You guys got anything else to share? No, no, I'm good. No, no, thanks for listening. Cool. We love hearing from our listeners. If you want to send us an email or a voice message, as in an MP3, you can send it to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. It's mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're in, uh, inclined to stalk us, follow us, sneak around in our swamp, you can follow us on Twitter. Yes, we have a Twitter account. And uh, come and follow us. We are at mash 4077 Podcast. We now have a daily blog where we will post interesting topics relating to MASH. You can read those at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And check us out on the web at mash4077.podbean.com. And come like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You can reach that at www.facebook.com slash mash 4077 podcast. So that's going to do it for episode three. You've been listening to Kenny Mitleider, Simon Meddings, and Al Kessel. We'll be seeing you. Oh, here's something for both eyes. Gentlemen, well, you lived up to your part of the deal, and I have lived up to mine. <laughs> Keep moving or you're dead. It's true, you fought for me. That's right. I must say I'm impressed. Well, I should hope so. Hey, I managed it, you know. Does it hurt? Not a lot, no. I I laid out his training and everything. I mean, you think it's easy planning strategy and everything and standing in the corner wondering if I'll ever come home? I would would have fought myself, but I I had this uh, shoulder injury in college and it it never got better. I I try not to burden my friends with it, uh, actually. Here, put this on your shoulder. It'll help. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the hosts of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com.
11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. Check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes, and we'll see you at the Fast Forward. Hello there, my name is Meds. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. Alright, I mean, this is Mark. And we are the present Mark. Alright, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle on Podcast. And we like to talk about crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we were having a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com Do not smile when I say the word colon. Oh, I'm not. Hi, I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much, we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort reveal some amazing, little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. Check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. Sorrel was well known for his Dukes of Hazard character, Bog Haas. Bog Haas. <laughs> Sorry, I'm slightly dyslexic. 